there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan Freeze, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile High Ground, and uh, I'm joined today by a man that my ex once assured me that she wasn't jealous of, the vintage concepts himself, John Lindquist. How are you doing, bud? I'm better now after that comment. Yeah, I I wish uh, I wish I was on your level because I actually this is the first time in a while I had to write down the intro so I could remember it. So tired. Yeah, I don't sleep well anymore. But yes. yeah, because of your mother. Yes, I'd much rather dream about bed, mate. You know the whole shtick. Man, we could. We could do that for so long, couldn't we? Yeah. Turns out he wouldn't rather dream about Padme. Okay. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, dreams. They're dangerous. We're going to talk about our dreams today. Crushing them or living them. <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, yeah. I know uh, I have on here the mail call bit. Not a whole lot, but yeah, I know for, uh, sorry, trigger warning, uh, I did just get my retro yes. Bosque and Boba Fett set literally 20 minutes ago at the time of recording. I think you got those yesterday, so, yeah. Sh- shipped in a nice little envelope from Amazon, a little crushed, so we'll see. I'll inspect the damage later. Um, yep. At a certain point, <laughs> I just don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't the, the, I think the first half of October, it was like every day it would be emails from Pulse of it's about to ship, it's shipped, it's right outside, come and get it. And it was just like, oh my God, it was coming so fast I couldn't process it all. Yeah. After months of nothing, but uh, listen to the last episode if you want to hear about that. But yeah, it's been <laughs> a little a little quieter the last few weeks. When it rains, it pours and um, it's currently not pouring right now. So yes. it'll probably snow eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did also, I think we mentioned it last time, we did get the phase one clone trooper pack. Um, at the time that we talked about that, I hadn't opened them. Um, mm-hmm. and if I said I did on the episode, then maybe I did, but right now as memory serves, I didn't open them at that time. Um, I got two sets. Uh, I know we'll get to you in just one sec, John. Yes. Uh, but both of my sets had some quality control issues, you know, sloppy paint on the helmet, soft, jagged, uh, melty looking plastic, mm, looked like they'd been kicked around in the dirt for a while that kind of thing stuff that we kind of experienced with the stormtrooper packs and i have noticed some varying degrees of qc issues on them uh anyway john uh what's your experience with those been well i i just opened them right before the show so we could talk about them because i have a whole backlog of the troop builder packs i sent you an image quite a few yes you did i did buy between shop disney pulse and some local friends uh, that I called in for favors before uh, these sites raised their minimums or their maximum orders. I ended up with 12 of these clone trooper sets before any of the QC issues were known to me. So, yeah, you know, dare to dream. But I, having just opened them and, and I popped a 2020 uh, BC45 clone off the shelf just to, to kind of compare. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of goes along with these sets. Like you said, I didn't. I don't have anything crazy wrong with mine. Um, some of the paint is a little bit off. Some some of the finer details on the helmet feel a little, I don't know, soft or something. It's not quite as bad as the first round of Stormtroopers for me personally. Um, but yeah, comparing to the 2021, the helmet's still a little, a little off in places. But I don't know. Overall, I'm not as disappointed as you are. The the I will say the heads all look quite nice. The human heads. Do yours yeah. look okay? 
They do. And I think that really is the, the, the most important part, I suppose. Well, for me, uh, I guess it there, forces you to, to, uh, display them without the helmets, I guess. Yeah. That, and just, you know, the more I think about it and the more I look at them, they're okay. I've tried taking a couple photos of them and it's fine. Of course, you know, not every clone is going to look like it came from Attack of the Clones as a shiny CG okay. render. Uh, they'll be dirty and beaten up. And if you're building out armies, these, you know, it's whatever that you can throw these ones in the back of the ranks. I, I get that. It just is a little tough to pay, you know, the vintage collection premium prices to get a an item that is a little pricey um, and then have it kind of show up and feel and look like a knockoff. Yeah, uh, but Bantha Skull pointed out to me that it only shakes out to about what eleven eighty eight a figure, uh, a figure. So, whew, what a steal! <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But yeah, yes, I mean compared to the way things are going, well, that's a yeah. little foreshadowing for you there. Mm, look but, at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm ha- yeah. Overall, happy they could be a little nicer, but um, I will say one nice thing, I guess, is that because these heads are. The, the four heads from the Bad Batch uh, set from last year, um, they are larger and more proportional than the tiny little pea heads from the 2011 and uh, all the clones clone and all the clones that were based off of that figure. Yeah. So um, the helmet fits a little bit tighter. It wasn't super loose in the old one, but I don't know. That's something I'm looking for. I'm looking for positives here, folks, but it's it's not all bad. Um yeah. You know, I was curious. So my the date stamp on mine was uh, 21861, which for those of you out there, I don't even we're not going to get into how to decipher, those, <laughs> but that would be July 5th, 2022, a Tuesday to be exact. So, John, what are yeah. yours? And uh, I haven't checked all of them, but the one that I opened was 21711, which would be Monday, June 20th. So a couple, two weeks and a day before yours, I guess. Um, maybe they, you know, they were bright eyed and bushy tailed that Monday morning. They all had their coffee. Yeah. Mine were all, uh, the Chinese factory was having a post 4th of July hangover, yeah. <laughs> uh, for no reason because yeah. why would they, but yeah. They're just celebrating a different country's, uh, yeah. yeah holidays. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I could talk about these for a little while. I had a couple folks reach out to me kind of being a little disgruntled about their QC, um, yeah, I've come to really expect this with the trooper packs. I guess I'm just a little leery with, you know, the figure and Dan. Um, I'm, I hope it doesn't feel as cheap. I'm sure it might, but Hey, we all bought seven of the regular carded version already. So well, yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a, a loose carded one to open to compare now. So I guess we'll see, hope, I'm sure they'll still be available by the time we get the uh, seven pack, but yeah, I also have a couple extra. Compare. So if worse comes okay. to worse. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, well, let's move on from yeah. that. Uh, that's no fun. Let's talk about something that is fun. <laughs> Tales of the Jedi, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're a week out from that at the time of recording. And um, yeah, dude, I needless to say, obviously, I loved it. So how about you, John? Yes, I also loved it. I need to I need to rewatch it. Uh, I got to see the first episode. Uh, we'll, we'll talk spoilers. We'll give a little a spoiler warning here for the episodes, yes. but I got to see the uh, one about Ahsoka's birth and uh, early childhood back at Celebration, and it was just, I loved it. It was great seeing it on the big screen. Just the animation that Lucasfilm is putting out now is just incredible. Uh, the music was fantastic. I was listening to the soundtrack today that they put out. 
um i think oh, sanctity man. of life the kiners outdid themselves they really did and uh yeah the the piece when like ahsoka's mom is carrying her uh into the forest i just love that i think it's called sanctity of life um yeah. it's it's just fantastic stuff and uh yeah you know it's interesting so the first episode um i, I think i texted you when i watched it uh, i was not ready for the quality of animation i don't know why yeah. i wasn't i was just shocked <laughs> uh by how good it looked um but the end of the episode where full spoilers here where Ahsoka is Jedi uh, yeah. is what the episode pretty much ends on. I think it's telling when I say that that episode gave me chills was fantastic yeah, and was my least favorite of all yeah. of them. Like <laughs> the bar was high and yeah. the fact that it was all uphill from there essentially was wonderful. It was just a, it yes. was just a really nice treat. I wish it was all longer, but yeah. yeah. And uh on the quality of animation front, uh, I loved comparing as Clone Wars was out, you know, they would get better year after year. Um, and I remember in like at the end of season three where Ahsoka was on the Trandoshan moon being hunted by them and Chewie comes and saves her. And they were I remember that the animation team talking at the time about how, you know, now they were the way they were rendering a forest and stuff, they could populate it with more little, uh, you know, plants and things on the trees, moss on the trees and whatnot. And now just like comparing that and how even rudimentary that looks now a decade later to what they were doing in the, in the uh, forest animation this time. Yeah. And even that just from a very small uh, thing. But it's nice to see the progress, of course. But yeah, it's like um, in the one episode where you see Padme's funeral. Mm -hmm. The the shots of Naboo there are like indistinguishable from the live action yeah. uh, shots in many ways. Um just mm -hmm. wow uh i do have some notes here of, you know some yes, things yes. i'd like to see in future seasons uh do you, do you have any you, you're looking at my list john so you do ahead. you have anything yeah, you yeah. want to add or okay i agree i'll i'll chime in when, when when i need to but you i think you covered a lot of it so perfect well i'm just hyped on this format it, the possibilities for me are endless here it's just wow uh, you know, if they were to make more seasons of this, I think this would be an ideal format to, you know, further explore the Dooku and Qui-Gon master to apprentice relationship. Um, maybe something like what they did in the scholastic era, uh, with the Jude Watson books. I don't know if, do you remember those where they did like the, mm -hmm. uh, it included the characters from Jedi apprentice, Jedi quest and whatever, where it was the generations. So you had like the story started with, uh Dooku and Qui-Gon and then progressed to uh Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and then it was uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin and they're all dealing with the same villain or same threat or something I think that would be something that would be fun to explore uh, I would love to see some Yoda and Dooku stories um of course mm -hmm. Dooku Qui-Gon Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan Obi-Wan and Anakin Anakin Ahsoka that disaster lineage of course I think is what people call yes. it now um <laughs> You know, I think the High Republic would be awesome to see explored in this and that bite sized. You know, there's so many characters. It, an anthology would really be the best way to do them justice and, and give so many of these Jedi characters uh, in that era a time to shine. Um, I, mm -hmm. I would just I would be over the moon if we got like a Buryaga episode or uh, something about like Skier, the Trandoshan. Um, it just again. It's all perfect for this. Um, yep. You know, lastly, I think this would be a really great way to flesh out the uh, transition era in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens even further, you know, get some stories about Luke and Ben and his ill-fated New Jedi Order. 
Uh, and even some post-sequel stuff, maybe have Ray and Finn. I know they've explored it in the Lego specials, but it'd be really nice to have it in a serious, you know, non-Lego um not that those are invalid, but a non-Lego storytelling <laughs> environment that is more canon. So yeah. yeah, I I I hope this isn't the last that we see of it. I hope that this was just like them testing the waters. And I hope that the reaction and the response to it has been positive enough that Lucasfilm is already like, cool, they loved it. Let's do more. And instead of six, let's yeah. let's expand it to like 18, uh, 18 shorts and cover that. Like I know I'm getting ambitious yeah. here, but I just well, absolutely am floored by the whole thing. It was fantastic. Yeah. And uh, not to minimize hopes and dreams, but uh, I think because it was using, you know, Clone Wars assets and Clone Wars uh, animation models um, with some new stuff as well. Um, it, it makes sense that they focused on that era in particular. Obviously, you know, Dooku and Ahsoka both had new character models here and there, but um I think that, you know, even filling in more of the gaps in the Clone Wars uh, timeline would be awesome to see some more yeah. of the stuff with the you mentioned Buryaga, but I got a shout out to Gunji, the other Wookiee Padawan. Yeah. It would be, it would be, and we know he's coming back in Bad Batch season two, but it would be great to see more of that some, sort of their story. You know, we don't need to see Order 66 every time, but, uh, you know, <laughs> in the wake of some of these difficulties of the war and right after and stuff. But yeah, yeah. some more time with Plo Koon, some more time with Kit Fisto, Sassy Tendon. Yeah. yeah, Caleb Doom. Uh, Sassy Tin didn't get a whole lot of time in the Clone Wars itself. Maybe we could see more of Barriss's fall. Um, and uh, yeah, how you mentioned the the lineage, and I know how that was, they were kind of comparing Dooku, and then you go down the line and you get to Ahsoka, and they're both Jedi that you know questioned the Order and left the Order for different reasons. Um, yeah, so I kind of like the comparing and contrasting of the two of their stories. So if there's another way to uh, do that with some other Jedi, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, I think um, the reason, yeah, tempering the expectations, of course, the reason that I go nuts with it is it's in my very hopeful, yes, hopeful, yes. hopeful, dreamy world. It's that they do stuff. And also that since this is now a tried and true property and a format for them, that it's like, cool, we can invest a little more into I, the next round. Clearly, so. I'm just I'm so used to uh, talking about Hasbro reusing their assets that I, yeah. I expect Lucasfilm <laughs> to do the same. But <laughs> yeah, oh boy, Hasbro has us <laughs> trained. So needless to say, I'm never disappointed with anything else in my life. So <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I mean, speaking of future disappointment, uh, I did write down any figures <laughs> you'd like to see from this. I I I'm gonna I would be willing to put money on the fact that Hasbro would never make a single tvc figure from this show i yeah. hope i'm wrong but i'm going to say right now that i i would be willing to bet that they'll never cover this show in any capacity in the vintage collection and i'm sure black series will get some really nice figures that we'll all be very happy about so uh, yeah i don't know we'll see i hope not i hope not to. i i hope i hope to the force that i am so wrong i mean but it uh Hasbro didn't really make anything from Visions. Other companies did pick up that baton a little bit. Um, yeah. Seeing as that how that was last year's anthology uh, series, um, just as a point of comparison. But yeah, true. Some great choices here, of course. And they have, you know, there's other there's characters in here like Mace that appeared the same as he did in the prequels. So we already have that figure. Obi Wan, if you want to put the, did you make a a custom of that with Obi Wan's mulleted? episode two head on the body i, I, I did i was i was thinking okay. uh, card back no but i did uh yeah. i had an extra attack of the clones obi-wan that um 
I was using for some stuff and I, I had an extra Clone Wars body. And so I just put the head on there and then threw yeah. it on the card yeah. in the bubble and was like, oh, that would be nice. Yeah. So, so we, you know, when we have Anakin and we have some of the stuff sort yeah. of already, and but you know. Well, I mean, we don't even have regular Sith Lord Count Dooku that we yes. saw in the Clone Wars and the prequel films. So the fact that my yeah. most wanted is a Jedi Count Dooku, it's like, ha well, yeah. <laughs> uh, guess I'll wait 20 years for that one. 20 years plus, still waiting. Yes. So, Well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, Yaddle would be great. I think they could reuse mm-hmm. some some uh, Yoda parts. Um, yep. Qui-Gon, uh, and even if they didn't do a young Qui-Gon, which I would love that they do, the, the current Phantom Menace Qui-Gon, they could use a new head sculpt. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think that would be that would go a long way to bringing that figure up. So it'd be nice on a Tales of the Jedi card back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I would I would ask for the Inquisitor, but we know that we're going to well, be asking for lots I'm not of Inquisitors. Sure. So. I'm not. Yeah, we have a, a lot of Inquisitors in line already. Um, I was saying, you know, because at the end of the series, Ahsoka wears the same jumpsuit that she wore in the Martez sisters arc, which I know we don't we don't say those names around here, but uh, <laughs> might be a slightly more viable way to get that look out because it is a cool look. And then she has the new training outfit from earlier yeah. in the uh, series. But uh, there were a lot of uh, phase one clones. Maybe their heads were messed up from her deflecting their uh, uh, stun blasts back at them or something. I don't That's That's why the figure packs look the way they do. So you never know. There you go. Happy That's accidents. Canon. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, well, shall we move on? Yes. Yeah, so from things that don't exist to things that do. Yeah. Wow. What a transition. That was flawless. Let's just <laughs> soak in that for the next five minutes. Um, so Hasbro had a couple of events lately. They had their 1027 online event, and then they were at uh, London Comic Con in person. Uh, mm-hmm. both saw some reveals. So let's also, start. Oh, sorry. And I'll say there was one more thing, the bring home the galaxy this week. So that was, they added this since we wrote the outline. So yeah. there you go. Bonus round. Always yes. fun. So, <laughs> uh, but yes, going into it, like I know that I've been my little womp womp about tales of the Jedi uh, figure wise, but you know what? It's fine. I love the show and there's plenty of reveals here to talk about. And John, is going to hold our hands and take us <gasps> through them. Am I really? we got a lot of Black Series stuff first. Oh, let's just say real quick what they are. Get it over <laughs> with. They got Din Djarin, Morak, which TVC already has. We got Cal Kestis from Jedi Survivor. We have more to say on that in just a second. And Boba Fett, uh, a repack on the Return of the Jedi 40th card, which they, they pipelined two of the three. They did not pipeline Cal. And yet everyone's still surprised when Boba Fett shows up. We already knew about this, guys. Pay attention to the pipelines. Make notes for yourself. It's not that hard. <laughs> Make a printout. Put it on the wall. Yeah. Vision board that stuff. <laughs> but so, yeah, Cal is, I believe he's the first mainline figure to include the Gaming Greats uh, subheader, which I know was a little confusing to some on the day. Yes, he is uh, the first. In fact, it's funny that you mentioned that because earlier today while I was scrolling through comments, I can't remember how many I saw, but there were a few comments, uh, poor yak face of like, <laughs> oh, whoa, wait, what? Why are gaming greats in this uh, wave that you you are saying we can order? Like what? Malak and, and, and Basla? Sorry, jumping ahead. Well, Sorry, yeah. Cal Kestis is, you know, in a main line. <laughs> like what? What's happening? Like I thought gaming greats was an exclusive. So just muddy waters. Yes. Yeah. 
it, yes, like you said, it muddies the waters a little bit. Um, gives me hope, though, that they can. Uh, well, we know Cal is also coming to TVC. Yeah. So, yeah. and it remains to be seen if he'll get the little Gaming Greats logo on the back of the card. That's kind of whatever. Um, you know, the uh, we just got them on the other Jedi Survivor figures, um, the three pack on the Magna Guard, KX Security Droid, and Scout Trooper. I always forget that Scout Trooper. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so hopefully there's more newness coming to the Gaming Greats. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it is the logical expansion of a subline that is doing really well it's it's a very popular expression for black series and the vintage collection so Mm -hmm. it makes sense it's just kind of like a well let's readjust how we ask for things then yes yes and then for tvc we got one reveal so you know three's better than one but last year there were none at 1027 there was four black series so scales are slightly balancing (laughs) maybe i guess (laughs) Maybe by next year we'll have two at 1027. Dare to dream. But it was, of course, the artillery stormtrooper from The Mandalorian. Uh, I'm looking at my desk. Surprise turn of events. Yes, so we had no idea uh, (laughs) to expect that. It was pipelined a lot. I don't even remember when it was pipelined. It's been in the pipeline for a while. I think at Celebration. I think it was before. I thought it was before that. Because Celebration, they pipelined uh, Starkiller, Hunter, and Paz. Ew, and then, then maybe it was might have been celebration but it feels like it might have been like a, a fan ago. first so long ago we don't even remember it i can't even look it up yeah but we did see it at uh comic con on the back of the cards um that's and then that's why at london comic con all the backs of the cards of the new figures were all taped up so that we couldn't see the new figures they're on to our ways folks well not only that but also we have figures in hand that have that yes, figure yes. <laughs> on the back of the card so yeah <laughs> yeah our two shw has that as well as the andor figures i think that's yeah. the only one so far but yeah uh yeah i mean it looks good it's the same stormtrooper we've gotten already four times this year i'm looking at the uh two gaming greats ones and the two walmart exclusive world building set ones so there's you know two there's a regular white one, a white one with a black pauldron, and then a red one and a blue one, and now a yellow one. I feel there's a lot of uh, rocker ankle stormtroopers now, but love them all. Yeah. This guy's got a cool backpack. He's got uh, four mortars. So a lot of people call him the mortar stormtrooper. Uh, he's got four that uh, go into the backpack, and I, th- I think they do they go into the uh, the rocket launcher, the mortar launcher, or do they just kind of display near it? I'm you know sure, what? I, I don't know. Either way, I like the little details. Yes. It looks nice. It's a lot of accessories. It's nice to see this many accessories uh, on a basic card, you know, even if it is a figure we've gotten uh, before, but it's a new version of a figure and it's building out the Tython uh, experience for you there. So that's nice to yeah. see. It it might be worth mentioning that if, if I may, that the Black Series and TVC at 1027, um, pretty much everything revealed was all a balance of scales thing where it was, you know, the three mm-hmm. things that they got granted, they already had the return of the Jedi Boba Fett, but now they exactly got it balanced. They have it on the same card back as us with, with those goofy uh, airbrushed legs that we all know and love so much. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, Cal and Din are things that we either, we have Din already and Cal's coming. So that that's nice that, you know, it's balance is, is not a one way street. It's nice to see folks be able to be happy about it both ways yes. so i i appreciate that and the artillery stormtrooper which they had in black series i think last year is an amazon exclusive you know we have that now so progress 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it stings a little less when Black Series is getting all the re- these reveals if Vintage Collection already has them. Yes. It's not yeah. quite as... Uh, not quite as strong of a twist of the knife or something. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, it's not like a London Comic-Con. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to run down these Black Series reveals? You do it. Oh, God. All right. So we had already seen, I think, the first one, Admiral Akbar on the Kinner card, another Return of the Jedi 40th uh, card. That was San Diego Comic-Con, I think, when we first heard of that or saw it. But it's been a, okay. it's been a yes. while. I don't keep track. We do. No. Sorry, I do collect a Black Series, but I don't uh, keep track of it as uh, extensively as I do Vintage Collection. Anyway, he's in Kinner Colors. It's not quite as stark as uh, the New Hope Kinner Color figures from last year, but, you know. Uh, and then, yes, continuing the gaming greats in the mainline situation, we got uh, Bostila Shan, who appears to have Poldo and Ara Singh's legs. Um, and Darth Malik, who is all new, both of them based on their appearances from the pushed, canceled, uh, maybe moved to a different studio. We don't really know. Knights of the Old Republic uh, remake refresh. That uh, So their designs are a little different. They're not quite what fans are used to. Um, you know, Vintage Collection already has Bastila, Bastila, and... Uh, 3.75 got Darth Malik in the 30th anniversary collection way back in 2007. You could use an update, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, they also got three more publishing figures, including Scar Trooper Mike. Didn't know there was a guy named Mike in Star Wars. He is the follow-up to Sergeant Creel with a jetpack that fits into the back with no peg. Interesting little engineering trick there. Dr. Afra with a new scarf and trench coat. It, the second version of Afra in Black Series after the 2018 version. She can easily come to TVC with a soft goods uh, trench coat if they don't want to tool up new arms. Um, and we, they finally got Mara Jade, the first Mara Jade in 6-inch, uh, who bel- I believe looks to have Afra's body as well, uh, but with a new head, a new scarf to cover up that her uh, neckline is nowhere near uh, what Afra's is from the comics, um, with goggles, new arms, lightsaber she's got the legends logo on the inside of the box and uh all three of them are in the plastic free so they still have the same opening flap with all the comic art uh but you open it up to see another picture of the figure instead of the opening it up to see the figure like you did for uh the arena disguised boba fett yeah it's curious that they didn't do the open thing but then again yeah. the arena disguised boba fett was a convention exclusive or yeah non-retail exclusive whereas these are things that will be available at retail not probably not target and walmart but like gamestop and maybe uh so at least i've seen the publishing figures at gamestop before so i guess i haven't been to gamestop in a minute the tv tvc selection is slim these days but yeah uh i swear to god we're almost done with black series from london comic-con bear with us please (laughs) uh for four pipeline figures that were all from the Clone Wars 20th anniversary, uh, including a new Ahsoka Tano. They mentioned the earlier seasons, but it was a season three to three to season five version shown. A, an all new Magna Guard. I smell repaints. It's funny. <laughs> I totally called this one coming like the day before uh, yeah. someone had, in one of our group chats was like, I don't know, man. I think we're, we'd be more likely to see a battle droid repaint than Black Series would be to see a Magna Guard. And I was like, <laughs> doubtful. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, I was vindicated like 12 hours later. So yeah, 
It's always fun when a genuine guess comes to pass, but it's not fun when it's, interesting. it's not one of my TVC guesses. Yes. So. We do have yeah. uh, we both we have both Ahsoka and Magna Guardian TVC, but uh, you know they could be better, especially that Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, uh, they're also getting the Phase Two Clone Trooper. They didn't mention. I mean, they already have the Phase Two Clone Trooper, so whatever. Maybe it'll be a more realistic helmet. I don't know. It's probably they haven't done the Phase Two Clone Trooper. Not a plain white plain one. Plain on the new clone book that Correct. they did in twenty twenty. So that's probably it's just going to be that with that's a Phase assume, Two helmet. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. And then one that kind of stings more than the others is Omega from Bad Batch Season 2. So Black Series already has Season 2 versions coming of the crew while Vintage Collection waits for Season 1. So, yeah. yeah. But as I've pointed out before, I think a lot of the armor of the other guys is pretty similar across Season 1 and 2. There's probably some small updates, a lot of paint updates. So once we get them in over the next 18 to 20 years... <laughs> uh, they can move on to season two for the Bad Batch 20th anniversary. So yep, that'll be fun. Yep. Uh, TVC though. Quite a lot of it there. But uh, just to give background, uh, we got a sneak peek of these four figures like not even that long ago. When was that? PulseCon? Earlier this month, a month ago, I guess. Yes. Uh, but it was the um, the four Jabba's Palace dudes. So VC24, woof. VC-56 Kithaba confirmed to be the Red Bandana variant, thank God. It's one I don't have. I didn't pay a ton of money for it. so I also do not have that one. I just got the uh, gray version back in the day, which was first. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, VC-99 Nikto Skiffguard. The character's name is Lathe, if you're keeping score at home. And VC-132 Saltmarai, just from a couple of years ago. His name pill is still over to the right side. Because the uh, the figure is so tall, but the font is bigger. Hey, okay, that's something. Um, and all car- all four card backs have the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary logo in the upper left. Um, and as for the figures, uh, back in the day, at least some of them had incorrect joint pin colors that did not match their elbows and knees and ankles. Um, so it, at least if the press pictures are to be believed, and sometimes they are, and sometimes they aren't. <coughs> Axe Wolves looking at you. <laughs> But uh, yeah, as far as we know now, they appear to have been updated. So that's, you know, not the most exciting thing in the world, but it is nice to, you know, make these updates where they can. Can I just jump in and get to the part where, contrary to what Hasbro told us directly in our latest Q&I session, these uh, will be a single specialty wave and will not be peppered into the main line. Surprise, surprise. Hasbro didn't know something about their specialty figures and how they're distributed i i giving them the benefit of the doubt i wonder if they thought we were talking waves so it's peppered into the mainline waves as in it's a wave in between mainline waves i don't i don't know i don't know these aren't exclusive so no they are on the mainline skew so technically they're mainline but whatever yes and as we said before, these specialty repack waves, they've been confusing the whole time. Um, yeah, they told us a lot of things about them in the Q&As over the years that turned out not to be uh, correct, um, including, well, so back in 2019, the first specialty wave, we've gone over this before, but it was, you know, Jedi Luke, Vader, uh, uh, Echo Base Han, and Hoth Leia. That was a separate skew. I believe it was not sold in uh, retail stores. No. All the other waves since then were mixed into the main line. So if, you know... Starting like, in 2020 with the Bespin Luke, uh, yes. Lando, Han, and 
3 po wave, which that wave caused some issues at retail. So. Yes, and I know a lot of that was sent to Ollie's as well. Um, yep. And there were some that weren't that bad. Uh, there were some Clone Wars figures in there, uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin, and, along with Darth Maul. Yeah, Wicked. The second 2020 wave, yeah. Of course, we got the infamous peasant Anakin wave, which uh, I guess it didn't slow things down too much. I know you saw a lot of it. I did. I saw way too much of it. It was very discouraging. <laughs> so that was our worry with these things is that, you know, older figures, which, you know, maybe older figures, not that exciting to existing longtime collectors, but nice for people to get. Uh, if you don't have a carded sample or you want the photo reel or you weren't collecting five or ten years ago, that's all lovely and totally fine um it was really nice to see that earlier this year the specialty repack wave was finally on its own skew i don't think it which was uh ahsoka young anakin mace and obi-wan i don't it didn't actually make it out to mainline like target and walmart even though they said it would be available to them maybe it was available to them and they didn't buy it but uh so anyway they've gone back and forth now they're back as part of the main line but it's their own wave. I don't know. Very strange. We still and we still don't know about Weequay, who was revealed along with these guys. So we assume he's coming uh, in another wave. I guess. Yeah. But then the big shock. Yeah, yeah. These guys were revealed at sixteen ninety nine, sixteen American dollars and ninety nine beautiful cents. Uh, I think we all initially thought, you know, that's the price that gaming grades figures have been lately, sixteen ninety nine. So. Uh, some exclusives and Havoc from Walmart was $16.99. A lot of exclusives have been about $2 more than their basic mainline counterparts. So it's kind of like, okay, we can accept it every now and then. But then come to find out these are part of the mainline. And uh, the next figure revealed is also $16.99. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we all said, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, this... <sighs> it would be disingenuous to not um voice my disapproval to put it mildly for this move it's yeah. been it hasn't even been a slow increase on the price of these figures because literally at one point in 2021 there were still figures with an msrp of 1299 and i i, I just kind of scrolled through pulse and yeah 2022 i mean I, sometimes they change prices or whatever but the 2022 figures started at 13.99. Ones since then have already increased to 14.99 with a couple 15.99. So yeah, so it's a three dollar increase within the span of a year, which is a 21.4 percent increase, and that's on top of the dollar increase from last year already. So they've gone from 12.99 uh, last year to 16.99 next year, which is quite a bit. And it, we've said in the past that like you know. They were twelve, like eighty three, the Black Series twenty fifteen figures. So yeah, you, you expect a dollar or two every so often, but to have three or four dollars increase over the course of a year and a half ish is a whole lot. And it it is not, you know, I know the excuse is supply chain issues and inflation, but these price changes are not at all in line with these yeah. things like they that's too much it is yeah. it is too much and it it yeah i shame on hasbro for that oh that is just so transparently greedy uh no other toy manufacturer has 
up to their prices significantly, let alone like that to that extent. I mean, McFarlane is still charging fairly like still charging 1999 for his 17 or seven inch figures. Uh, his retro figures are still 99 and they're five inch figures. Um, and he's got a, uh, range of six inch figures that are, I think 1699 somewhere in there. Um, those Batman 66 retros. I know that's not the greatest comparison because, you know, McFarlane is a totally different beast, but it just is impressive to see the amount of, all new sculpts that are present in McFarlane toys, the price points they're at, how well they're distributed. You know, I don't know. And Mattel's prices haven't gone absolutely bonkers. It is just a Hasbro thing. If you go down the toy aisle, Hasbro product is obscenely priced. So yeah, I hate to be that guy. I'm sorry for being that guy ranting about price. I don't. Well, no, no. I mean, it's, it's warranted. This was a slap in the face. This This is frankly insane. Yeah, and it, you know it's it's insulting. You can justify it. Someone's. It'll be interesting to see how you know nobody's happy about it. It'll be interesting to see you know put your money where your mouth is. If you're really that upset about it, don't buy it. You know, don't buy the repacks. I guess. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. I, but then again, let's look at what happened with cigarettes. They made those really expensive, and you yeah, know, so levied a bunch of taxes on them. And um, you know, if you're addicted to them, you're still gonna do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I didn't pass on any of this stuff at this price. I, it, you know, I give them the benefit of the doubt for some of the stuff because it's, you know, as you said, difficult supply chain issues. But a lot of that stuff is slowly going back to normal. Even Patrick kind of mentioned that in a recent interview with Boss Bounty. So, well, to debut this price on repacks too. Yeah, yeah. It's like at least oh, give us something repacks. really neat and cool and brand new and like. I don't know, but I don't know. Yeah. If it's too much. It's too much. We understand. It's hopefully this is not a bad sign for the future health of the line, but it's not great. Yeah. My main concern is once it goes up, they never lower prices. So yeah, they're not, they're not going to say, by the way, everything's going great. So uh, everything's cheaper again. Yeah. I, I fear the next whim. Uh, this is all part of them working on their 50% revenue increase. So, Good on them, yes. even if though they, they're falling short of that metric. So, even if they uh, if they need to increase prices, yeah, don't put out a video that's talking about how you're going to increase profits by fifty percent over the next few years. Yeah, that that's um, <laughs> trying trying to keep my happy beeps hat on. Um, I'll just say that's all pretty upsetting. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say it with a smile. Yeah, but uh, <sighs> there was, uh, you know, one place doing us a solid for a few hours uh entertainment earth mistakenly it turns out had these figures for 14.99 for a few hours when they went up uh they did change it i don't know if they're going to lock in those prices i got them for the initial price i think you did not unfortunately i did not so. and the email says you know prices are subject to change i don't know whatever it's you know eight what 16 dollars that's a you know that's a figure that's a figure's yeah. worth of uh per case and you know now the cases are what, what 135 or something yeah it's uh 136 sure. okay so there are 120 just uh last wave so yep even though this not out yet but yeah it's <sighs> I, I i do not approve i do not appreciate it i do not like it um i don't think it tracks with reality uh i think it's obscene uh again shame on hasbro um 
shame on me for still wanting to buy these but yeah it is what yeah. it is man i mean I, I i love star wars collecting i love the vintage collection um i have impulse control problems and <laughs> you know i yeah i'm not priced out yet uh but i am not happy about this and it is uh i dragged my feet on these pre-orders for these so yeah is it uh, going to make you rethink your habits going forward if you know i have zero desire to get a single extra that i don't need of any figure i think i'm going to stick to two of everything uh as i preferred to do you know one carded one to open um i i just cannot justify army building or um buying extras that i don't need yeah uh it's not the juice isn't worth the squeeze um yeah i don't know man and I, i don't advocate clearance waiting but at the same time i i don't i don't know what to tell anyone out there that's frustrated and devastated yeah. by these increases i i wish i speak from a place of privilege that i can still yes afford this hobby and that's you know i i, I try to check my reality on that yeah but gee, Christ, this is uh, I, I I don't I don't feel as good talking about it, you know, talking excitedly well, yeah. about like, oh, I would love to buy toys, but, you know, and, and talking about, you know, why someone should be excited for something. I can't in good conscience tell someone, hey, yeah, get that yes. 1699 repack. Are these newly colored uh, elbows really that important? Are they, yeah. they worth $17? Is the Return of the Jedi 40th logo on the carded figure worth $17? Yeah. Maybe two it is. Maybe two it's not. Totally fine. Uh, yeah, I'm struggling with it. To quote Lando from Solo, I don't like it. I don't agree with it, but I accept it. I, you know, I I just had to say that, even no, if you don't I, accept it. But I get you. I wish I yeah, I wish I could say that. I, I I don't really accept it. I it's it's not cool. It's I'm you know I it's a dick a, move. It is a dick move through and through. Yeah. So whatever. But we're shills. So we're we're <laughs> paid shills apparently. Yep. Still waiting for the check. It's been a couple of years that we've been doing this. I have not got a single thing from Hasbro. So yep. Yep. call us shills if you will. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, next, another item, totally uh, fairly priced, 100%, not shockingly overpriced at all, is the, that was, <laughs> is the speeder bike and scout trooper. Yeah. So, uh, yes, the we've talked about it before. Yes, we all know. The 2012 speeder bike was basically okay. Basically totally fine. Would have liked a repack of that. Maybe they lost it. Maybe they didn't know about it. Maybe they forgot about it. Maybe they just wanted to make a new one. We don't know. And yes, we know the biker scout would have been nice to get an all new one. Yes, that's the opinion. That's the consensus of everyone. That's not what happened. We've known about that for months. The train has left the station. The speeder bike has left the base on that (laughs) one. This is what we got. So it is a fully newly tooled speeder bike. Happy to have it. 2012 one was great. Like I said, uh, it wouldn't be so much of a head scratcher if they didn't act like the tooling uh, was something they had to pay for out of their children's college funds. But it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, they make it sound like that if uh, they they try to sculpt something new, they won't eat that week. Yes. So <laughs> it's like, okay, guys. They all have to huddle around and share one bean that they have yeah. to cut up into paper thin slices. <laughs> now you know how we feel paying sixteen ninety nine yes. for an action figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, 
the bike has a three-point, three-position uh, clear stand, similar to the first release from Black Series, um, which is a little better. You can have it at different heights, which is different than the 2012 one, which was kind of stuck uh, at a very tall height. So I do appreciate this. Um, the front of the engine lifts up, which I think was also on the 2012 one. Uh, but it has a, hey, here's $45 worth of value here. It's got a removable bedroll on the back, which actually is, I did actually get excited when I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. I don't need any of these through <laughs> details and whatever. And then they revealed them and you're just like, <laughs> actually, you know what? I did like it. Okay. But yeah. if it's going to cost the same, if it's all going to cost the same, yeah, I don't need it. But because some of them do have the bedroll on the back and some of them don't, that's why I like it because it is a feature scene or not seen in the films as the case may be. So there you go on that one. This is the a carded uh, Scout Trooper for the first time on the Finish the 96 card back since 2006. Um, but it, as people have noticed, it is called the Scout Trooper instead of the Biker Scout. And I officially cannot care about that. Um, well, what if they do a running change? Would you buy another? A, they might do a speeding change. Wouldn't that be neat? I would buy another. <laughs> of course, I would buy another because I'm a sucker. Yeah, me um, too, man. I, I, I felt myself just die inside. But, <laughs> but the six-inch uh, anniversary one and the retro one coming next year both say Biker Scout. So I don't know. Maybe legally they couldn't say bike on the packaging more than once without it uh, having <laughs> to be sold in the bicycle section at Walmart. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's VC273, which is the farthest uh, vintage collection number currently known, according to you. You keep track of the numbers very nicely. Yes, that is so far the furthest out that we know. Um, and yes, it's we've talked about this many times. It's based on a 2006 figure. Got some updates in 2012 and some, you know, better colored uh, shoulders in the gaming grades a couple of years ago. Uh, this time they updated. So it has a new helmet, a larger helmet, because the old one was a little small. Um, frankly, I think they might have overshot it, made it a little too big this time, but I'd like to see it in person. Um, it has those sweet, beautiful rocker ankles that everyone's obsessed with. Um, and it has the old wrists. And I was, if they were going to, I, I'm glad they got the ankles for sure. Cause it'll help pose on the bike better and stand better. Um, and it did get ball joint hips in 2012 for the speeder bike set, but it doesn't have the thigh cut. So it's not, and it doesn't have the barbell hips. So it's not hundred percent up to 2022, 2023 standards. But the one thing I really wanted them to fix that they did not fix would be those big old giant wrists. Yeah, that was that was a hard one to swallow. Yeah, and it still rotates at the glove instead of at the wrist. So can't quite move up and down for the uh, the, um, the handlebars as much as they should. That's the, that's, the, you know, a lot. I, I will say I do know people are disappointed that they didn't update the whole thing. Personally speaking, I think it's OK. I, you can yell at me if you will. Yeah, but um, I do wish they had updated the wrists. So that was the <sighs> yeah. <laughs> There's your Tyler Sigh because he's not here tonight. So no, I, I get you. I you know I've I think I've defended this Scout Trooper figure before. Yeah. Um, you know I liked it well enough. I'm tired of it yeah. already. We got it twice in the modern line um, for the gaming greats um, last year. And then we just got the one in that three pack for Jedi Survivor, which you forgot about when you were listing the times we've seen it. I did. Because uh, you said you kept <laughs> forgetting about it and you were right. You did. Um, it's OK. It's, I mean, it's yeah. an OK figure. The problem is, is 
for these prices, I would like to be feeling a little sure. more than it's okay. Um, it's perfectly fine. I would even go so far as to say it's acceptable. It's un- yeah. it's in the acceptable to good range for me. Yeah. It's not in the amazing, perfect, uh, you know, Darth Vader, Dark Times figure range, but it gets, I don't look at it and say, oh my God, that sucks. That's the worst thing that's ever been on my shelf. It's just these specific shortcomings like the wrists yeah. are things that are very hard to overlook when assessing the figure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it could be worse. And I think you've posed the question before. It's like, would I have rather had an all new speeder bike or an all new scout trooper tooled up? Mm-hmm. I would have had I would have preferred a brand new scout trooper with the 2012 speeder bike. But then again, you know, whatever. We know this. It's not new. Yes. So whatever. We know it's happening. So yeah. order it or don't. I, uh, uh, the yeah, speeder bike looks or- phenomenal. It looks, it looks phenomenal. It looks amazing. It looks great. So- the, the 2012 one looked great too. So, you know, I just, I've said it, well, said it before. But, I don't have that one. And now I never <laughs> oh, will. Well, so, <laughs> oh. well, so there you go. It's your first good speeder bike in a while. They, I forgot they had a good one in 2002 also, which also was in vintage collection via the ATAT a couple times. Mm. But that was a little rubbery, little gummies. This one should be, hopefully, it's a little uh, stiffer. So the, uh, the steering veins don't sag and drag on the ground, but whatever. Um, as far as the box, it is kind of it's Kinner esque, where which, what I was hoping for that it's kind of similar to the world building sets where it's got like a box and then a card sort of thing on the back. Um, yeah, not the most exciting thing on the planet, but it's nice to see that they stuck with it. It's great to have a new vehicle in the line finally after the last couple of years. Yeah, um, main line too. So yes, oh yes, available. I didn't see it pre-ordered at Target or Walmart, well, Target but... doesn't put up much. They didn't put up the Luke Skywalker lightsaber. They didn't put up okay. Uh, they didn't put up a couple things actually last couple weeks. So, but ho- but then again, they don't also like to ship anything. So yeah, yeah. I've been delaying that Obi Wan saber every Friday. I wake up and say, "Oh, it's Friday," because I have to delay the Obi Wan saber again. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It's the only way it's I can weekend, keep track yeah. of time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of sticker shock, it was it's forty four ninety nine for this set, which is you know it's double what it would have been, double what it was uh, ten years ago. 11 years ago, whenever that was. Well, think about it this way. $17 of that was an old figure that yeah. they had to put in there. So that yes, leaves yes. math amount of money left over. I'm not going to do the math because <laughs> I went to public school. <laughs> high, high 20s. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't that bad. I've said before, if they wanted to do the speeder bike without the scout trooper, it would have been. I would have hoped closer to 20, but 25 is about where it is a little bit higher than that. So. I honestly, the price of the 40, I was expecting 50. I was expecting, uh, yeah. expecting 49.99. There's the happy this. beeps that I so, love to hear. Hooray. I paid a couple, I'm paying a couple <laughs> dollars less than I thought I did buy two. I might get more. I can easily see this being an item that will have some sales or promotions running. Yes. Um, that's not me encouraging clearance waiting. It's just, you know, I advocate for, if you can, supporting the line by you know buying the new things if you can if it makes sense for you mm-hmm. to you know vote with your wallet that way but if you want to get some extras i'm sure that'll be something that'll be doable down the line so yes and that's what i'm hoping for because i would love to get a few of these i probably will we'll just wait and see yeah i have four on order so far um they got me with the carded figure in the in the set of course yeah i want to keep carded one to open then i'll give 
I'll give the bike to Pop Lou or Luke or Leia or somebody. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anyway, this podcast is like the opposite of like any like Dave Ramsey or financial advising podcast yeah. where it's just like, well, if you only saved twenty dollars here yeah. and there and you could own your house outright, we're all just like, hey, if you if you buy a toy made in 2006 for sixteen dollars, seventeen dollars, you too can feel just as disgruntled and mildly satiated in your dopamine levels (laughs) for five minutes so yes you don't just get the bike and the sketch but you get some fun chemicals in your brain that go off when you get it so that's that's also factor that in the price as well okay it's not the figures we get it's the money we spent along the way (laughs) speaking of another expensive thing yes although i will just caveat yes on this one Yes. You said sticker shock for speeder bike. Yes. I know this next one is sticker shock from some, but is it really? Anyway, continue. It shouldn't be. There's pattern recognition is a thing that I think we could all work on as a as a fan yeah. community. But it's Paz Vizsla, the heavy infi- heavy infantry Mandalorian. You can keep that all in. Oh, I will. I'm I've tired. stumbled over several things, so <laughs> this is going to be a really engaging episode. <laughs> These guys sound tired we, and sad. Let's listen con- for two hours. They're convincing themselves to spend way too much money on this stuff. Yeah. That's, that's my life, but... Yep. Uh, Getting anyway. that dopamine and copamine. <laughs> yeah, so could have been a basic figure, but he is not. He's a deluxe figure, aka the world-building set. Um, yeah, when they, when they pipelined him, they did show a, an image of him uh, fighting Din from Book of Boba Fett. Box says Mandalorian. But it's got accessories from both shows, so I do appreciate that. It's got his uh, energy shield, his gauntlet energy shield, and the knife as seen in Book of Boba Fett. The knife was also in Mandalorian, so that pulls double duty. He's got a jetpack with flame effects and thrusters and the heavy cannon uh, with blast effect. I, the thrusters are the flame effects. I don't know why it's on here. Both, that's okay. Um, the knife can go into the boot, so you won't lose that little guy. And so it's nice. I think that's basically everything he interacted with in the uh, appearances that he's had in these shows. He also interacted with the Razor Crest. So he did. Patrick's promise. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Coming more true every day. Yeah. Only um, is taking three years at a time. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, yes. Back to the sticker shock. It's $27.99. It's a lot. Yeah. But it's only a dollar, maybe a dollar fifty more than previous uh, deluxe figures, including Walmart-exclusive Maldo Crease, Mandalorian, and Grogu, uh, and then the mainline Tatooine Boba and Dark Trooper. So that's the most direct point of comparison because you've already paid $26.99 for two mainline deluxe figures. I guess we haven't been charged for Dark Trooper in the States, but yeah, and the Walmart, other Walmart-exclusive figures are $20.99, so maybe people were expecting that to be more of the case here, but... Yeah, but I mean, that was three of them so half of the ones that we've gotten yeah in this deluxe kind of expression which i i guess i will include the melto crease mando in the deluxe expression because you know that's what he was priced as and it i think he was just the last one that they got in on or since it was the first it was like do we do it on a card apparently not yeah and not to be a scold but like you know we knew what to expect with this guy they told us it was going to be a world building set they told us yeah they told us it'd be deluxe we knew the the price price for that so you know it's it's still you don't have to like it you don't have to pay it. You don't have to get the figure, but, uh, you know, I don't know. 
Yeah. I it was will interesting say, to see that reaction. Yeah. It's an incredible looking figure. It really is. It looks amazing. Yeah. It's everything I hope to see out of a Paz Vizsla figure in the vintage collection. Um, I love, we got all the, yeah, I love that we got all these accessories with him so we don't have to wait for another version in a year mm-hmm. to get more. You know, I don't know what he's going to do. I think he's in the Mandalorian season three trailer, one of the leaked trailers or the official one. I don't know. It's all, it all blurs together, but he's coming back. We know he's coming back. Uh, he's got some unfinished business with Dan, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, now you can and, recreate it all. Yeah. Uh, the, the vintage collection one is more accurate than the black series one. Not to, you know, do that whole, well, n- not to pick a fight it. here. I'm just saying the, the Mandalorian, uh, sorry, the, uh, black series version of Paz was really quick to come out. I think he was out before the end of 2020. I think uh, he was, uh, shown during the season, like a, a yeah, order I during think the first season. I remember getting him either really late 2020 or late 2019, early 2020. Um, and it was a Best Buy exclusive f- at first. And then it later became fan channel where you can still get them. That figure is based more on the concept art. So it does have some inaccuracies. Whereas the benefit here with uh, with waiting for ours is that it was... <laughs> you know, based on the show, the media. So it is more screen accurate. Yeah. And, you know, we've gotten that a number of times um, with, you know, credit collection and carbonized. And those were, you know, $36.99 ish. So about nine, $10 more than the vintage one. So, you know, it's, I don't know how, I don't know. I don't know how they work these prices out, but I don't know. I guess some of them are uh, 30. Yeah, I don't know. The $10 difference is kind of what I like to see in the line that, you know, I'm sure Black Series is going to get another price increase at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Here they come. We're so. digging for happy beeps here today, folks, but we're finding them all the same. Okay. Yeah. But the figure you know looks what? great. It does. So the figure looks great. Although, yes, we are kind of taking it up the pipe in prices. But <laughs> speaking of pipes, there's a pipeline. <laughs> Oh my god, that was incredible. Oh my god. I'm going to I'm going to talk so much about all these figures. So buckle up if you haven't already heard enough out of me. But <laughs> our second Imperial Trooper next year is Moff Jared. Should I go on all of these as we talk about him? Should I give a little overview? No, just dive into Jedrod. Jer- all right. Jared. This is another one. I believe me, I was wondering I I always pronounce Jared. It could easily be Jedrod. I don't I mean, it know. Does make I ha- sense because I mean, Jared's a regular name. Gerard, Jared, Jared, Gerard. That's a regular yeah. name, but yeah, yeah. But so this is the second one they've done in the in the uh, three and three quarter line. The 2006 one, I remember going into Walmart. It was a huge major peg warmer back in the day in the Saga collection. I don't know if it was the same. If you were really collecting then or not, that would have been what 2006. Uh, the year I, after Revenge of the Sith. I have that figure actually. Yeah. So yeah, I do recall seeing it. He looks a little it's angry, one of the few but... figures I have from 2006. Okay. That's fine, but this will be better. Uh, it goes with the previously pipeline Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader. So, you know, world building where we can. Teams and uh, themes. Yes. Hell yes. Uh, it probably reuses uh, Admiral Piet's body, which brings us to the incredibly interesting, fascinating, and rich subject of Imperial Officer Rank Badges. So uh, get ready for this. For the listeners out there, I will make sure to just cut in uh, the exact <laughs> timestamp that you can just skip to. <laughs> I yes. can't wait to edit this part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I'll say, you know, this is not something that I really knew a whole lot about before researching for this episode. But uh, across the original trilogy, each movie has a different uh, system for the rank badges. In A New Hope, I, I believe everyone except Grand Moff Tarkin has one row of the little uh, squares on their rank badge. And there's thing. six across, right? Five across? Not always. I mean, Tarkin has six over six. That's right. Um, but, you know, different ranks have different uh, numbers. Uh, and some of them don't have any rank badge at all. Um, by the time of Empire Strikes Back, a lot of them did have, the, you know, uh, several over several. So I think when Piet starts as a captain, it's three over three. Uh, Ozel has six over six. So when Piet gets promoted, he goes from three over three to six over six. Um, Veers has four over four, I want to say. Um, so they had a dedicated system for the Empire Strikes Back rank badges. However, when they got to Return of the Jedi, what seems to have been a costuming error of some sort, everyone has the captain rank badges from Empire Strikes Back. So everybody is three over three. Did it I just three goes to earlier? show that yeah. it was obvious. Return of the Jedi was just obviously made by people who didn't respect the lore and were out to <laughs> insult the fans. They didn't plan it at all. They didn't care. Yeah. Sloppy work. Sloppy clearly, work. clearly, yeah. Well, what it does go to show is that they didn't care that much about it, so neither should you guys. It's okay. It's going to be all right. But <laughs> be- because of that, and then, uh, so, yeah, so nowadays, what they, you know, they've given explanations for that. Some of them are, they can say they're sector specific. Maybe that would the indoor system. Everybody got uh, captain badges just because that's all they had over there. The shipping crisis delays on indoor. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, another thing, before the Death Star's destruction, everybody had one line across, aside from some few really high-ranking guys. Um, but so in like Rogue One and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Andor, everybody has one across, if you check that out, uh, for the most part. Just one of these weird things, one of these many, many weird Star Wars things. Well, I'll say, so the costuming error, it benefits us now because they can just reuse the same chest for all of the Return of the Jedi uh, Imperial officers. It's not, you know, correct to the lore or whatever, but it is correct to the what's on screen in the movie. So, you know, kudos to Hasbro for figuring out a loophole where they can. Maybe since the second Death Star was such a unique project, even though it's not unique, it's yeah. another Death Star. Uh, maybe the lore can explain that uh, there was a separate rank badge system uh, yes. for anyone involved with the second Death Star. Maybe it was some kind of merging of the ISB and yeah. all that. So I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. If, if there's not a book about it yet, there will be at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but so, yes, that was kind of a realization we had that. Uh, the Return of the Jedi carded Admiral Piet will have the will probably have the three over three rank badge, which actually does work for his Empire Strikes Back captain appearance as well. So, you know, it's going to be fine. We're all going to survive. But anyway, getting to Jared, going to be good. Going to be good. Going to be dope. Yep. Speaking of inaccuracies. Yes. Nine none. Here's another one. Oh, my God. So <laughs> they announced him as a refresh from the 2012 wave. Uh, I think the last wave of vintage. But that one was very short. Somewhere along the line, somebody described. Uh, Sullistans as mousy, I think, because their faces, maybe their eyes, maybe their ears, I don't know, but that got translated to them being really short. However, in Return of the Jedi, and later in Force Awakens, and uh, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, Nine Nun is portrayed by an actor with a mask. Um, he is a puppet in the scenes in the Falcon, so maybe he's smaller there, but you see him walking around in the movie, he's a regular height guy. Um, so it's disappointing to me, personally, 
that they're going to be repacking that old short nine nun. Uh, I would prefer an all new one, but we ain't getting it. So, you know, that's life. Last pipeline. You take this one. Okay. Well, on a happier beep and some balance the scales uh, approach, Cad Bane from the book of Boba Fett was also pipeline for TVC. That's rad. Uh, he was pipelined for TBS uh, at PulseCon. TBS, for those of you uh, not paying attention, is the Black Series, but the cool kids do the abbreviations. <laughs> so rolls off the tongue just like yes. TBC. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, yeah, that was really great to see where that turnaround wasn't super long of vintage collection fans just being like, okay, so is that something we can get? I think we only had to feel that anxiety for what, a month? month and yeah. a half yeah so i like that you know balance it's great appreciate it uh also cad bane mm-hmm. it'll be our first it'll be our first uh cad bane in the vintage collection it'll be our first realistic style cad bane um yeah. there's three already in the black series essentially yeah. um so it's nice that we're getting one and hopefully because cad bane's appearances across his different media appearances are all similar uh, this can be like what they did for the Black Series, just kind of working backwards. But the Black Series did the Clone Wars version. They were able to reuse a lot of parts to do the Baraka version from the Bad Batch. Um, and then, you know, Book of Boba Fett. I'm sure for the Black Series, their version will have plenty of reused parts since his look is pretty darn similar. He's pretty, yeah. he's a consistent Duro. So he, what he likes, and he likes a nice duster. Yes, he does. And don't we all? Dusters are. Yes kick ass um <laughs> but yeah i have to assume this figure will be all new um you know what what if he's deluxe and he comes with toto 360 oh i don't know couldn't because you know toto wasn't in the mandalorian which our book of boba fett which is what he was pipelined for but be. Be. when has that ever stopped them yeah. from doing something <laughs> inaccurate so <laughs> we do not know yeah yeah so i'm excited about that how about you john yeah I was very happy to hear that. Yeah. And I have more Book of Boba Fett comments for later, but uh, yeah, very happy to see him. So pretty good pipeline. Nice to have the pipeline refilled a little bit. Yeah. There's still some items in there that we haven't seen yet. So yeah, I would like to see some more new things like Book of Boba Fett being a new property. It's just like, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, <laughs> instead of, yeah. yay. Oh, so well, anything else, but that's only one repa- uh, only one repack in the pipeline right now then that they added instead of yes. the feature being like look at all these repacks in the pipeline yes. you're gonna love it so they, they anyway. weren't in the pipeline that long luckily so that's another saving grace of that quick exactly around. but yeah all right speaking of somebody was speaking of new media a minute ago but uh bring home the galaxy november 1st uh there was a black series figure. You covered this one. I'm tired of talking about black series figures. Okay, fine. The black series balance the scales again. The black, uh, the black series is getting uh Vel Sartha, which we have coming to TVC. Our, uh, ours doesn't have anyone to display with her, but that may change in just one second. When John mentions what's coming next, it's Cassian Andor on the Aldani mission that he undertook with Vel Sartha in that outfit. That in is the vintage nuts. collection. Yes. Oh my God. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh my God. We can put two figures together. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. and this is one that was already pl- uh, present in the Black Series. So it was a balanced scales both ways. I have appreciated that a lot of these reveals have kind of been that way uh, lately. But yeah. Anyway. Yes. 
TBC has a long way to go for Andor before we're caught up to Black Series, but... Boy, um, howdy, it does. I made that graphic again today, so... Yes. Man, the Black Series side is nice in the fall, and we're looking a little hungry over on Vintage Collection side, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so this Cassian figure is seems to be based on the Shore Trooper figure, again, similar to the recent Morak uh, Tank Driver Dinjar and Biggs Mayfeld figures. Um, it's got inaccurate boots. This is what everybody's mad about right now. Uh, cause in the show he had just regular Imperial officer looking boots. These are more armored boots. Sucks. I don't know if to tell you. Yeah. It's, it, it's not wildly, or it's not, it's not a minor inaccuracy. That's a, that's a pretty, pretty big inaccuracy. There was a deleted scene where they put these, uh, these armored boots on and then decided to take them off. We just didn't see it. It's off screen. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 That's how I'm going to justify it. But the legs, <laughs> the legs aren't great, but they did tool. Up a new Cassian head without the beard, um, a removable hat, uh, upper arms to be a little more accurate, um, and a new belt slash skirt slash holster piece. So they put in a fair amount of work on this guy, but they, you know, would have been nice to get new boots or to reuse the Figure and Dan, uh, Death Star Gunner boots or the upcoming Imperial yeah, Officer those boots. Right there. They're right there. Um, but speaking of reuse, they could reuse this to get his teammates, the other guys from this episode. We were just talking about this, I think, last time. The Aldani mission, the yeah. three other rebels who go undercover with him. They have names. I don't know them. They have names. They are Nimic, uh, Tamarin, and or Terramin, excuse me, and uh, Skeen, Arvel Skeen. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, just on the reuse thing about reusing them to get his teammates, I also have a feeling this probably won't be the last time we see this head sculpt. So we mm-hmm. could probably, you know, the door's open now for some more Cassians from the show that don't have his more scraggly beard look from the first episodes. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a better, uh, sort of closer to his Rogue One appearance, I guess, so a better photoreal version, because you never got a photoreal version of his Rogue One look with that shorter uh, facial hair. Anyway, uh, I will say he still needs the sort of E10.5 blaster, they call it. It's not quite the E11. It's not quite the E10 from Solo. Somewhere in between. Uh, it would be nice to get that if they make the other characters from his squad. Um, it's a short walk to those guys. It's a short walk to the Imperial Officer Ferrix figure that's already in black series and the mud trooper from solo we get ever closer to that with these new arms i don't know you know it's nice to it's reuse that makes sense yeah yeah and we found out today that this figure is in the wave after these gift guards it's two per case in a new assortment that features a carry forward cal the first carry forward in a couple years and four other mystery figures uh maybe hunter is involved in that as they tend to reveal these things kind of pretty similar timeline it's got to be Hunter. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad, glad to see him. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I have my issues with the inaccuracy on that figure, but at least, at least they had something from yeah. Andor to yeah. reveal during the show's run uh, <laughs> yeah. that we weren't expecting. Uh, that yeah. was a, a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. So we're just asking for the same figure with different heads at this point. Like it can't be that hard, can it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, Hey, do you want to jump into winding down this episode a little bit? Let's do it. There's a, yeah, you got a lot of thoughts that are relevant I, to exactly what we're talking about right now. I have a lot of thoughts. I'll try to keep it brief. I know I've already talked and just stumbled over words. We've already, plenty. we've, we've so. peaked with the rank badge talk. I don't know where we're going to, where we're going to go from here. Yeah. So. That honestly, I, I'm going to start putting that on my resume. I'm just going to make a little clip of that and just put a little QR code on my resume. 
So, <laughs> listen to my buddy John talk about QR codes and listen to me breathe heavily into a microphone. So, Love it. But yes, uh, the Black Series continues to get plenty of variety spread across all eras. Not only getting new media stuff, but tapping into plenty of Legends things that fans have been asking for for quite a while. Things like Knights of the Old Republic, uh, Mara Jade being a huge one. I am really pleased to see that coming to the Black Series. And before you yell it, like anybody yells at me, like, oh, what's wrong with Evan? He's saying a nice thing about the Black Series. No, I genuinely am happy that they are getting the variety that they do want. They do ask for this variety. Like, that's we all are asking for this variety. So I'm glad that they're getting to see some of that. And again, I know Mara Jade was one that was always very popular for uh, black series collectors and a big hole in that collection with how important that character is. We have a pretty good one in three and three quarter inch. I would love, to, of course I would love to see an all new one, but I would love to see the one that we already have maybe with some minor updates. I think that would be a great addition to the vintage collection. It exists. So it's hard to be super mad about it. So yes, uh, Vintage Collection continues to see a focus on the original trilogy in Mando, <clears throat> which is great, With but the majority of the OT offerings are repacks or reuse of much, much, much older figures. Uh, the Scout Trooper dates back to 2006, shows its age, you know, with the, uh, the wrists especially. Um, you know, personally, between Hasbro's reluctance to do anything meaningful with new media and the absolutely and frustrating attitudes of many of my fellow collectors surrounding new media. Um, both TVC and black series collectors are guilty of this. Uh, you know, I, I I'm kind of given up on my hopes and expectations of meaningful representation of new media on the line. It's going to be hard for me to let go. Um, since collecting star Wars figures is, and always has been an integral part of how I experience new star Wars. So, Forgive me and bear with me as I transition into trying to let it go a little more and be less vocal about this personal disappointment. Um, but that said, you know, there is a lot to be excited about for the future of TVC. You know, Cad Bane being pipelined as rad. Uh, this Cassian, though inaccurate, coming out of nowhere and, you know, bringing our total of Andor figures from two to three. Uh, you know, that's a 33% increase. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. I'm pleased with that. So I don't know. I, a couple things for discussion here, John, you know, would theme yeah. waves help, you know, for me, I, I, I think I'd love to see eight character waves uh, instead of eight figure waves, like eight character waves with half being focused on whatever the relevant media is and the rest filling out everything else. Um, to me, this would at least offer some cohesion uh, and scene partners towards completing the cruise and to be able to world build. I'm doing air quotes here. Uh, <laughs> I know there are drawbacks to this, though. You know, some folks are of the mind that themed waves are what killed TVC the first time. So I don't know, John. Well, themed waves, I loved them back when they did them. Uh, but I love to get figures from all eras of Star Wars, all Same. media of Star Wars. I know, and, and I am told every day that many people don't agree with uh, with us there, John. So yes, I yeah. am fully aware that not everyone loves all of Star Wars. I have heard, I have been on the, I've been on the internet once. Um, <laughs> so you know, Hasbro's aware of that as well. So and they're aware that some collectors might sit out entire waves if it's, let's say, somebody hates Empire Strikes Back and they don't want Empire Strikes Back figures, they'll sit out that wave. 
uh, that was a, an example of something that, uh, you know, that's not as controversial. That was a very, that's, very safe. That's very tactful. Yes. yes. See what I did well, there? Done. Yeah, well done. Well <laughs> done. But I, you know, I also appreciate that there is so much to cover now that it is harder to get fully themed waves now uh, when there's, what, 11 movies and five, six, seven, eight TV shows, however many there are. Um, than it was when there were only six movies to cover and the animated series had its own separate dedicated line because now Vintage Collection nowadays has to cover everything. Um, I agree with you. I would love to see themed waves. I think the Obi-Wan wave was a great start in yeah. that direction. We had totally three great, totally all new figures, amazing figures, Obi-Wan, Vader, Reva, all new. Anakin was a repack that was more relevant than we realized since he appeared in the flashbacks. He was also relevant to the Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary, whether they meant to or not. And then the something else category was the Mandalorian Super Commando, which helped flesh out the Siege of Mandalore focus that was going on throughout uh, all of this year. So I'll just say retro, for some reason, can get themed waves around the new media. They get six Obi-Wan figures in one go, six Mando figures in one go, even six Return of the Jedi figures in one wave. We get four repacks in one wave, so that's that's something. I'd, I'll, I'll close out and send it back to you with uh, Steve Evans' comments on the 1027 live stream in the Marvel section. I didn't write down what he said, but it was something to the effect of, we can't make everybody happy all the time, but we try to make everyone a little bit happy with stuff here and there. And I think it makes everybody a little bit happy. Let's, I want to be happier with, I don't know. Yeah, you know, the Obi-Wan wave, going back to that one, that did make me more than a little bit happy. It made me a, a lot of bit happy. I still mm-hmm. look at those three new figures we got in that wave as an absolute achievement in TVC. Yeah. And they are three of my favorite figures. I, I could play with them forever. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have triples of them. Uh, so I have ones to display on my desk at work, as well as the ones that I have at home. I they mean a lot to me, especially because that is a new media property that did connect with me personally. So I was very happy to have that. I want more, but again, yeah, I, I wonder though, maybe I should just cave and get black series to scratch my new media itch <laughs> since obviously they have no problem there, but that's maybe that's part of Hasbro's plan. So I think I wrote Watch. in the notes, insert the Pepe Sylvia meme. So it's all, <laughs> it's all a conspiracy, but no, I, yeah. I do appreciate you putting in Steve Evans words there. I, the bottom line is I'm not having quote all the fun, but I'm doing my best to have quite a bit of fun with what we're given. And my biggest struggle is just coming to terms with, you know, being able to deal with slightly lower expectations. So. Yes. I have, I have even more written out here, but just to kind of go on that, give a little more of a happy spin. I'm a spin doctor over here, but, uh, in terms of Book of Boba Fett, I wanted to go back to what Emily told us at Celebration. Quote, so the interesting thing about release time frame with the contents is each content has different directors. We're getting references maybe at different times. You guys may have seen that for Book of Boba Fett. That's a bit more of a delay because we didn't get quite as much. But we're working closely with Lucasfilm as our partners. And really, it's up to that director when and how much they want to share and what they want to keep back. And I think we're seeing that play out now because both lines are only now getting Cad Bane and different Tusken Raiders in the pipeline. Um, TBS also has Kersantan and the Pike Soldier coming, but TVC has Boba and Big Bib. Uh, both lines only have figures from the Mando season two post credits tease, like like Finnick and you know Boba in the throne room. Um, 
So I appreciate that they are getting to those, even if they got the reference super late. I, I do wish Lucasfilm would have been a little more open with some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, happy to see Jedi Survivor figures before the game comes out. I recognize also uh, video games have really long lead times and frequent delays. I always think back to when the Force Unleashed figures came out like a year before the game. Yeah. Um, so just to say, I, not to always say patience, but you know, I do genuinely think Hasbro is listening to fan requests, but it just takes a long time to steer the ship. Because I think back to where we were two years ago, two and a half years ago, when fans were really upset about a lot of stuff. That's why we started doing this stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of the things that they were upset about, uh, TVC didn't have figures to go with the carbon freezing chamber playset or anything in particular for the Empire Strikes Back's 40th anniversary. Since then, they've released Bespin Leia, Lando, Lobot, and two Bespin security guards for the Bespin playset. They fleshed out the Navarro Cantina playset with world building sets, troop builder packs, and the speeder bike that I'm sure they're going to repaint for remnant version. We still need the client in season one grief. Got to say that always. They've done a huge focus this year on the Siege of Mandalore. Uh, two years after the episodes aired, they saw it was popular. They saw people were talking positively about it. They got figures out to world build that whole battle. Um, they're repacking the skiff guards that can be displayed with the various Jabba's Palace playsets and vehicles that have been over the last few years and next year. And they're doing a dedicated Return of the Jedi 40th logo on figures next year. And a lot to build out the indoor bunker playset as well as the Jabba stuff with like indoor Han and speeder bike. Uh, so those are the happy beeps on that front. I agree. New media needs a lot more than we're getting. But if that's something fans want, I think we need to keep saying it. Be positive about it. Talk about the stuff you like. Don't crap on the stuff you don't like so much. Let people like what they like. Keep asking for what you want. So that's my thing. They are listening to other stuff. I am positive about that. Price increases suck though, but you know, whatever. The price increase between the price increases and I think it's just that, you know, what can we do to further encourage Hasbro to maybe be less reactive um, and falling yeah. behind and then playing catch up? You know, do we need to, you know, kind of lean on them to be more confident and leaning on Lucasfilm to get assets, you know? With their relationship, uh, how do they strengthen that? How do how do they strengthen communication? Is this team motivated enough to to really go to bat for the fans and collectors and when dealing with Lucasfilm and Disney? I don't know. It's there's a lot of factors that are at play. There's so many moving parts that, on the one hand, I totally get why it takes forever to get anything, and I totally get why there's so much red tape. In a lot of cases, I don't think it excuses yep. where we're currently at, but I no. do think that there are valid reasons for a degree of that. So it's just how do we sure. encourage that window to kind of shorten, that communication to kind of tighten up. And I feel like that would lead to happier fans, happier collectors, poorer fans and poorer collectors, <laughs> but happier in different ways. Yes. And I'll say, I guess, not to only focus on Book of Boba, because, you know, of course, both Obi-Wan and Andor have a lot more Black Series than they do Vintage Collection many, figures. Many, many, many. And we want, I want all of them. We want, we want all of them. So, I don't know, just, I don't know what we can do. Keep saying we want them. Keep putting them on your wish list. Put them on your, we know they look at March Madness. Keep putting new media at the top of the list, I guess. And we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, should I go into the, uh, the end spin? Do it. All right. Well, hey, 
Gang, if you haven't already, please rate and review the show via your preferred platform. It does really help us out. Uh, I'm serious. I will read your reviews on the show. Uh, we're not hard to get a hold of, but seriously, if you want us to give you a shout out on the show or something, throw it in a review. As long as it's not one that says, you know, like, kill yourselves, guys. <laughs> won't read that one on the show. Just going to say that much. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Yeah. So anyway, to make it super easy, there is a link in our link tree that you can find on our Instagram bio. Uh, speaking of Instagram, be sure not to miss any of the fun on Instagram. Uh, in case there's something really wrong with your brain and you somehow stuck out this episode this long and still don't know who we are, uh, we're at SWTVC on Instagram. John just whipped up our November calendar. So if you'd like a sneak peek at what the rest of the month is going to look like over on Instagram for us, head on over and make sure that you're following us on our social media home. Uh, also, keep an eye on our posts and stories this week as we are hoping to do a live stream this coming weekend. There may even be some details on our long-delayed 10,000 followers celebratory giveaway. We'll see. Stay tuned. All right. Well, hey, John, thanks for doing this with me tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. I uh, can't wait to do it again. But yes. until then, that does it for another episode of the SWTVC Pod. Oh, I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're doing so well. The Powdcast, the guy from Rogue One, Pow. But yeah, anyway. Until next time, that does it for another episode of the SWTVC podcast. As always, keep 375 alive. Back TVC, balance the scales, Hasbro, happy beeps, and may the force be with you.